Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Unusual Efforts F-Pod. Tonight we'll be talking about the players, the apocalypse, and beer. And a certain incident that uh, happened pretty much, what, 40 minutes before we decided to start recording or it was brought to our attention. So um, please excuse us as we kind of rejig the script and I think everyone has an idea of why we will be doing this. So I'm Sonia Missio and this week I'm joined by... Both of us. Megan, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Megan Smith. And um, my happy thing for this week was that I got my puppy, Sammy. Named after Sammy Kadir, of course. Um, And (laughs) he likes to just lay there and watch soccer with me. So it's related. (laughs) Definitely. Sammy has been a huge part of our group chats lately. And we could not be happier. We're we're building the unusual efforts dog slash cat pack yeah yeah we'll think um, of a better name <laughs> 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 yeah. um my happy thing is that my also, boiler oh i'm jesse <laughs> yeah you. sorry 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 yes thank you i'm jesse and my happy thing is happening right now it's happying right now it's currently um 87 degrees fahrenheit in my apartment because my boiler is broken and um i'm hoping that uh, the plumber who just buzzed in about 20 minutes ago um, is next door fixing it right now. That's going to be great. Woohoo! It's a very pragmatic, happy thing. Um, we, uh, you can probably hear that we are missing a voice today. Kirsten is off and she just keeps popping up in our chat though. So if she has anything <laughs> to say, we will definitely read it out loud and we'll all do Kirsten impressions doing it. <laughs> her um, happy thing is hopefully that she is resting up yes she was, yeah. yeah and just doing her own thing today which is what we're all hoping for um and then i'm gonna say my happy thing because this is kind of cool um i'm exploring a new part of soccer uh, i haven't actually told you guys this so this is breaking news but mississauga the city that i'm from just started their or just uh announced their indoor soccer team so they're called the Mississauga Metro Stars, and I'm going to be working <gasps> with them for a little bit. No way! Yeah, so I'm super excited. That's awesome. Um, I am learning about indoor soccer. It's kind of a new thing for me, but I'm super excited. And the team colors are bright orange and, like, royal blue, and I could not be happier for that. They're That's just, like, so fun. fun. Yeah. I used to play That's- indoor soccer, and I have a vintage, I guess at the moment, Metro Stars jersey from pre-Red Bulls Metro Stars. So I'm already a fan of you. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, the first professional game I ever went to was an indoor soccer game in St. Louis. St. Louis used to have a team, the Steamers, and they were also orange and royal blue. 
awesome. Look at that. Perfect. It's, it's like we're all meant to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the other kind of cool thing about this too is that it's the first professional team that Mississauga's ever had, really, at least in like the modern era, if you will. So it's kind of so Mississauga is literally right next to Toronto, but I mean it's still a fairly big city, so we kind of get overshadowed. Um, I mean, I haven't lived there in like a decade, so I don't know why I keep saying we, but um, it's just sort of a nice little thing. So I'm super excited about that. Because maybe that's where all of us are going to move together, you know, when we have our uh, unusual efforts uh, commune Perfect. with all our pets and our great coffee. Again, this is in the planning. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're in the whiteboard stage right now. Just exactly, exactly, yeah. Happen, so keep, keep everyone updated. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into what we were going to talk about, uh, which was the apocalypse, we are going to talk about another kind of apocalypse. Ugh. And for those of you who don't know or who don't watch Syria or have not been on Twitter this morning, um, good idea. Syria wanted to bring attention to domestic violence and violence against women and thought um, to kind of bring awareness to this during games players were wearing red paint on their face to kind of draw attention to it bad idea the one person who seems to be getting the most credit i guess is is the word i want to say just according to every headline i've read is cristiano ronaldo which i'm sure you can understand why that is a little bit problematic when the poster boy for bringing awareness to um, violence against women is a man who is currently being accused of rape, has been accused of rape in the past, yep, um, and is denying all allegations, not taking any sort of responsibility, um, not even entertaining the idea that maybe something in the system is wrong and he needs to learn from this. I mean, that's just giving him the complete benefit of the doubt to say, like, maybe I didn't realize this. Let's talk about this going forward. But no, it's just a complete shutdown of the conversation. So we wanted to discuss that today on the pod before getting into the other apocalypse. And it just seems like domestic violence and violence against women and violence against non-hetero cis men is something that pops up in sports quite a bit um what 24 hours earlier the dwight howard story broke where you would see 99 percent of tweets and messages and stories about how dwight howard um was attending transgendered sex parties i think that's the term that i've been reading um i'm sorry if there's a different term or a different you know, way of saying it. But as Jesse pointed out in our pre-chat, that should not be the headline. And Jesse, do you want to discuss this a little bit more? Sure. Um, so just for some context, we're recording today, which is um, the November 25th, um, which is the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Um, and has been, I think it's, it's been a couple decades um, since that's uh, been declared. Um, and, um, so this is, this is not just a sport thing. It's not just a city thing. Um, yesterday, um, I was sort of taken aback. Uh, Juan Foyf, um, had this sort of strip of red on his cheek during the Spurs match that first I thought, um, was blood. It was, <laughs> um, and then I thought was a, a patch. Um, and it, and it, 
was, like Sonia brought up, um, this uh, mark that a number of players are wearing to um, bring awareness about the um, uh, sort of systemic violence um, against women. So um, that's a great thing. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a positive, I think it's, it's important that, um, players with name recognition, um, do this. Um, but, you know, yesterday, um, Dwight Howard's, um, ex-boyfriend, um, came forward and accused him of, accused him and his pastor, um, of abuse and harassment, both physical, um, and sexual. And rather than that being the headline, right, rather than the headline being, um, Dwight Howard did not stop his pastor from, um, threatening and abusing and assaulting his ex, um, the headline was and, and, and is transphobic and homophobic, um, which perhaps is not surprising, um, but it's, it's upsetting and it also um, overshadows and continues this larger trend um, of violence, not only against women, but as you said, against non-cis hetero white men. So um, in the NBA, we've seen... Uh, Derek Rose, who um, has been accused of rape, um, continue to be lauded um, for his, you know, really, uh, he's very talented in sports, but um, he continues to be um, given credits and and be written about and um, be given uh sport plaudits. Um, and anytime anybody tries to write about what happened, they get shouted down. Um, Kobe Bryant was just written about this really incredible Lindsay Gibbs article, and we could tweet that out, um, that says that he now finally, um, I don't know if it admits is necessarily the right word, um, that in the 2003, we'll call it an incident, um, where Kobe Bryant raped a 19-year-old girl. Um, she said no twice. Um, they settled. And Kobe Bryant now says that it was not consensual um, and that he, for his own, um, I guess, peace of mind, um, had to move forward and become a different, take on a different persona. Um, and then said, quote, they didn't want the gritty shit. Fuck it. Um, during the Colorado situation, I said, you know what? I'm just going to be me. Uh, end quote. So, yeah, uh, people, if you can't see Sonia's face, um, that's what my face also looks like. Um, There's a lot of brow furling. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, this is, this is sort of, it goes beyond one sport. It goes beyond sport. Um, we've talked a lot about Ronaldo. I am, I, I'm exhausted. I'm really sad. And I am so, 
I'm so angry that they're letting Ronaldo do this. I am angry that they're letting him smear his face with this, what's supposed to say that that <laughs> violence against women is still happening, that that every five minutes a woman is killed in, in intimate partner violence, every five minutes. And he gets to put that on his face and be the face of that is disgusting. And you know what? This is a great thing. And what they could do is say, you know what? Everybody can do this and you don't get to. I, or all of you get to, but you don't get to be the face of that. Your name doesn't get to be in the articles. You know, put your 10 other people are on that team. Pick a team member. Put Buffon on there. Or or put another City, uh, use, use Kievo. I don't know. Pick a different one. This is unfair. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it is a slap to the face of every one of us who is still trying to come to grips with any kind of violence that has happened to us or, and or somebody we know, because at this point, that's the reality of our lives is that it's happened to us and somebody that we know and to see Ronaldo as the face of this it is exhausting and it's too much at this point and I am tired of having to defend myself on the internet but I'll keep doing it um and we have your back don't worry thank you and I've got yours as well um and I don't know what other arguments to use you know how are we supposed to tell Juventus how fucking stupid this is i mean i think there's about 60 things i want to say here and megan please jump in at any time because i will go on about this for a while um there's a couple of tweets that i wanted to read out if that's okay um yon 12 pull um sorry if i'm pronouncing that wrong kind of summed it up really really nicely and they wrote a two-time accused rapist like ronaldo showing domestic violence the red card as if nothing happened how dumb can seria be and i think i mean it's a very straightforward tweet but i think that really sums up about how tone deaf the league is how tone deaf juventus is and i've said this before on the pod and i'm gonna keep saying it you can be a juventus fan and still say I don't agree with what they're doing and still say, this is not what I want to see from my team. That doesn't make you any less of a fan, but if they start having their shareholders, and when I say shareholders, I mean people who are buying tickets, people who are buying jerseys, come forward and say, this isn't cool. This is not what we stand for. This is not the type of messaging I want my team to be putting out. And this is not the type of messaging that I'm personally supporting you're going to start seeing a shift and, you know, one person may make a tiny little splash, but a bunch of people can make waves. And this doesn't just go for Juventus fans. This goes for any headline writers, any, you know, media outlets that are putting things like Ronaldo and Juventus stand up against violence against women. Take his name out. Take his picture out. How much more powerful would this campaign be in a more, I guess, subversive way if Every single picture was of any other team member but Ronaldo. If Ronaldo just wasn't mentioned, he can wear the red mark on his face, which, I don't know, some sort of weird parallel to like a scarlet letter, but I don't want to, you know, make 
the mark and what people are standing for any sort of less serious and, and less important. But imagine if he was just left out of the article, if it was one of those, you know, not to quote the Simpsons, but just don't look. I think that would have been a much powerful, a much more powerful message. And I think um, any media outlet that wants to try to do that and wants to, you know, kind of make that, that um, almost underlying stance, like they're not doing anything that is necessarily speaking out, they can kind of protect themselves but they're doing the subversive, we're not going to buy into this bullshit. And it's true. It is bullshit. It's it's insulting, as Jesse said. It's offensive. And it just shows about how, I, I don't know what the right word is, but how flippant these powerful messages can be when you can make this mark on somebody who is accused, who's in the middle of a rape accusation right now. So, um, yeah, I guess I what I'm trying to sum up is if you're a Juventus fan and you don't agree with this say something that that's the number one thing you can do right now is say something and say this is my club this is not what I stand for and you can tag us if you get any harassment we can try to jump in and help yep uh we got your back and this is not something that should just be ignored or a headline that you just sort of like scoff at because this is too much like it's it's insulting. It's a slap in the face for any survivor, anyone who is affected by domestic violence or violence against women, or again, um, I don't want to pigeonhole it, but violence against, you know, hetero or non-hetero cis men. I will say that um, I, I feel like, I hope that this, the small difference between now and even last month is... Um, the comments underneath were largely about the rape accusations, whereas last month they were very much skewed um, in Ronaldo's favor. And, and there was a, was a little bit, I um, was very much surprised at that, but it gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah, the one thing I really took, I mean, of course, take issue with the whole thing, but for me, the media's portrayal was the worst part in that how many... I, I don't even remember how many articles I read this morning, because <laughs> it was a lot. I, we just, I did a lot of reading as soon as I got up about this. But I only remember one that actually mentioned the rape allegation. Oh, jeez. I swear I read at least ten, and I only saw one that actually mentioned it in the article. And that's where, like Sonia was saying, it really comes in, like, you have a part to play if you're writing about this. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this is like totally off of soccer, but there's a new there's a news outlet in like pop culture. It's called Hypeable, and they for every article about the Harry Potter, the crimes of or Fantastic Beasts and stuff, they put a little disclaimer on the bottom about Johnny Depp and the allegations against mm-hmm. him. And it's something simple you can do, like every article that mentions him. If you're not going to take his name out because we've asked for that, <laughs> obviously no one's doing that. But um. It's your responsibility to also point that out. And I think it's also your responsibility to, um, I guess, maybe responsibility is the heart, uh, is not the right word I'm looking for, but protect yourself while online if you are kind of speaking out against a sort of like normative narrative where people are like, but he's a really great player and that. And one thing that I want to point out that happened to me this week 
kind of shifting back into basketball, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but um, Wealth Simple has this really great article and accompanying video with a Skylar Diggins Smith, who is a probably one of the, if not the best WNBA players of all time. And the whole message is that she is pretty much the top class of her game. She is an expert in her field. And then she says at one point, like a little girl came and asked her for a jersey after a game and she couldn't give it to her because it was her only jersey. And it's the discrepancy between men's sports and women's sports and people getting paid for for their um, expertise and their knowledge. And even if it is more of a physical thing than like, you know, like brain knowledge, but I guess that also plays a place in sports. And the message is so powerful. And the whole point of Wealth Simple is that they talk about how they're paying her for her endorsement and that they want to kind of do what they can to, you know, they know they're not going to fix it. They just want to raise awareness to it. And so I tweeted out, um, I just read the at Sky Digs 4 article for Wealth Simple and watched the video. Really powerful message. I'm proud to invest with Wealth Simple, a company that supports and endorses incredible women like Skylar Diggins-Smith. Didn't think that was controversial at all. Didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe, you know, a couple of messages about like, what's Wealth Simple? Or like, what's a link to the video, etc. I got hate for even mentioning that. I, I didn't even mention anything about like women being paid more than men. But like, I'm just going to read out a couple of these messages, all from um, not real pictures and not real names on Twitter, too. That's also important. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm reading this out. I clearly don't endorse these messages but lmao let me guess you know literally nothing about the league she plays in and the er, and the quote inequality i don't know why that's in quotes she's talking about because you're a feminist all caps you automatically want to believe another feminist am i right smh hashtag do your homework and then um another one i'll just read to uh crying emoji laughing face <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like at Sky Dig 4, bothered to mention that the men's, all capital, league is the only reason that her piece of shit league is still alive, question mark. They donate millions of dollars every year, which is, which is because her league loses capitals millions every year. So tell me, at Sonia Missio, how can they be paid more? Thinking emoji face with the crooked eyebrow. And it's just like, first of all, neither of these people follow me. So are you just like trolling and like looking to see who's talking about her or you know are you just really big fans of wealth simple and just look at whoever mentions them like I, I really don't understand where these messages come from and the whole point that I was trying to go for this is that when I got these messages I had three options uh, first option which I took was just ignore them I don't care uh, number two is to reply to them and try to convince them otherwise which guys this it, it just that it doesn't work unless somebody's asking a genuine question you're not going to convince them otherwise or three retweet them and kind of throw them to the internet wolves of let us somebody else deal with it um i really strongly considered number three but then i did not want to put any hardship on anyone else because i do feel a lot of people especially fans of the WNBA, would come to that defense so i chose to ignore them but um as my dad would say short story long um this is the kind of adversity speaking about speaking out against anything that does not follow a normative narrative online creates so even just saying i think this product is cool because they have a cool spokeswoman 
is met with hostility, is met with um, name calling, if you can, if you consider it feminist name calling. I mean, I would take that, but yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Um, So we understand why sometimes, this is the point I'm trying to get at. We understand why sometimes it's hard speaking out against, you know, the Ronaldo army online and you may not want to get the backlash or the um, uh, name calling or any threats or anything. We totally get that. We understand that. Do not put yourself in any danger. And there is danger being on the internet. Like we get it. It sucks to be a woman on the internet. It sucks to be anything that is in a cis hetero uh, heterosexual male on the internet. Like it does. Totally. So if you see something um, that you kind of want to address, but maybe you want some help addressing it, or you don't know how to address it, or it's something that just upsets you, send it to one of us. We may not reply to it. Um, we'll certainly reply to you, but we may not reply to it because we'll kind of gauge the the level of what interaction we'll do. But don't feel alone if you see something that upsets you or hurts you or threatens you tell somebody and it can just be one of us and you know we want to be there part of unusual efforts is building this network and this mentorship and the support group of you're not alone and going off of that i don't know if sonia if you remember this because it has probably been like two years but that was actually one of my first um experiences with unusual efforts was there was a german publication um that um did this horrible piece about RB Leipzig. Like, oh, we're going into the Wolves' den or whatever, and they went to a game, and they had all of these horrible comments about it, which, fine, whatever, hate my team, I don't care. But then they were like, and the women in the stands all have colored hair, and, like, they were going on, like, objectifying the women, and (laughs) it was the most ridiculous piece. And I had tweeted about it, and Kirsten immediately backed me up and was going, we were both, like, going at um, the publication because can i also just say just based on these insults of all caps feminist and colored hair speaking as an all caps feminist with pink tipped hair like get better in no that's terrible um yeah i also you know clearly have tweeted about ronaldo in the past and i've gotten some uh particularly um interesting and virulent responses and you guys have been incredible um and you know, I had never blocked anyone before. This is a new thing for me. I started blocking people <laughs> um, and having... Block and report. Yeah. And and having people to just like say, hey, guys, look at this is really helpful. Um, and Sonia sort of... Um, sorry, that's my plumber. He's fixing my boiler. It's really exciting. Um <laughs> Based, um, sort of piggybacking on what you said, um, I also just, or I think yesterday or two days ago, retweeted um, um, a Der Spiegel. Sorry, Megan, did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you're right. Excellent. Thank you. Um, reporter, and they are doing incredible, really, work. Um, and I'm hoping that I'm going to pronounce his name correctly with my, all of my apologies to Robin, but Robin <laughs> Willie, W-I-L-L-E. Fix it, Megan. Yeah. Veal? Veal. Okay, good. There we go. Um, Who, they just broke a story after apparently like months of investigation on um, uh, discrimination 
um, of female players in the um, FAWSL, the the Premier League, the female Premier League on pay discrimination and injury discrimination. Um, and I'm sure that they are getting their own um, share of backlash. But the gender inequity is real and it's there. And I, if you are a woman who wants to play, it seems like at this point, um, you really don't have a choice at the moment but to accept these really um, unbalanced contracts. Uh, yeah, just to jump into this, I can't believe I completely forgot about this. I think my subconscious just like pushed it down, but I tweeted about this. And again, with no commentary, I just tweeted out the article because sometimes that's what you need to do, just like a dissemination of information. But um, Basil, uh, Basil, Basil, I can't believe I just screwed that up. Um, Oregano. I know. <laughs> I'm just like so flustered about this. Just had their 125th anniversary. <gasps> yes. Oh my God, I forgot about that too. I know. It's just like, I'm going to just ignore everything. Um, and they invited the men's team to come join the festivities. They had a three-course meal. This was a very important information that I seem to retain because that's all the articles talked about. Yes. Where the women's team, um, who just made it into Champions League this year. so like, Yeah, congratulations. Good job. decent women's team. Yeah. Uh, was asked to not only sell, I think, raffle tickets or something like that. Like, they had to work the event, and then they had to eat sandwiches in a back room afterwards so that no one could see their shame. I Like, I don't even know. It and was, like, a is... terrible episode of, like, Parks and Recreation. Like, yeah. Yes. It, yeah. They could not have done a worse job yeah. of yeah. fucking this up. Yeah, and it's, I mean... Uh, as a Swiss citizen myself, I will have to say that um, the Swiss aren't exactly known for their stellar um, equality on a lot of things, despite what a lot of people think. Come on, you guys are neutral and you make chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> some things that we do. Um, but, uh, yeah, this just, my uncle emailed it to me and it was just, it was so bad that it was funny and it shouldn't be funny like I was just gobsmacked like I don't think there's any other word to describe it it it, it honest to god like yes you were saying that it sounded like a Parks and Rock episode and I 100% agree but because it was written it was like it was from the onion yes it was like yeah. it 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 checked all the boxes yeah. of of awful yeah yeah it was uh, Check out my Twitter feed if you want to find the article. Um, it's just, I think it was on the BBC and then like CNN reported on it. Like this thing just like, it was just so. And the comments on that were, again, predictable. But come on, you guys, you have to do better. Even if you have stupid thoughts, don't express them online. Because the comments were like, yeah, but the men's team you know, the women only got in the Champions League and the men's team, it's their 125th year. So they needed this three course. They deserved it. You know what? <laughs> Not the point. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the other thing too, is I think the club itself came out and said something along the lines like, well, all of the players participated and contributed in their own way. And it's just like, oh, you don't be great. Here, Here's my message to the world. If you fuck up, just say, we fucked up. How can we make this better? Or, we fucked up. This is how we're going to make this better. Or, we fucked up. 
teach us how to be better. It's okay to say we fucked up. Um, we can swear on this, right? <laughs> I, I fucking hope so. Okay. Um, sorry, Ross, if you have to bleep me out there, but it's okay to fuck up. It's not okay to, con- A, to continue to fuck up in the same way without any sort of responsibility, or B, not to acknowledge that you fucked up. The end. Not the end of this podcast, the yeah. end of that thought. No, but I am also going to definitely tweet right now about the um, the the parental warning on our Perfect. language. Perfect. Um, so while you're tweeting about that, let's move into the actual apocalypse. Oh, thank um, God. Yes. A little lightheartedness. <laughs> oh, 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 that's where we are in the world, folks. The apocalypse is yeah. considered lighthearted now. Um, so leading into this, um, oh, we do mention Boca and River. Great. Um, so there's a lot of things that happened this weekend, um, sort of unbeknownst to us because this is a topic that we've had sitting on the back burner that we really wanted to move to the front burner, but couldn't because of time. So shout out June for this. But um, the apocalypse, are we there yet? After Boca River and the general state of the world, has the apocalypse happened yet? Or did Spurs winning mean there's still a little bit of hope? Also, Udinese beat Roma, and that must be mentioned somewhere in the Book of Revelation. So we're going to set the scene. The apocalypse is happening. Which game are you at? Which player do you want by your side? Megan, do you want to go first? Okay, I have a very specific setting. (laughs) So we are at Red Bull Arena in Leipzig. And Leipzig is top of the table. And Ingolstadt has gotten promoted back to the first division. But they're in the relegation place. (laughs) Everyone close your eyes and imagine this. Unless you're driving. (laughs) Yeah, don't. (laughs) Or walking. Or walking. And this win will steal the championship for RB Leipzig and knock Ingolstadt down. (laughs) If you have not realized, I hate Ingolstadt. It's not even a general RB Leipzig fan thing. Like, most other fans are like, oh, it's just another team that hates us. I personally hate them with the depths of my being. And when they were relegated, I celebrated with a beer. Perfect. <laughs> because I had to. Um, so, yeah. We've got this setting. And we're in Sector B, which is the um, ultra fan section in Leipzig. And all of a sudden we notice there is a time-traveling Sepp Herberger with us. Because he always... <laughs> Because he always knows what to say, and so he would be the perfect accompaniment to the apocalypse to get us through. I mean, normally I'm the one who takes this to my own artistic direction. <laughs> no, that was... Yeah. I can't wait for the um, the illustrations on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's a good idea. Now we all have to draw our apocalypse. Oh, oh that's the that's Instagram. That's the Insta takeover. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Also, I don't know if time traveling's allowed, but you know, I don't. There were no. Let's keep. Let's keep this realistic, please, Megan. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, now. the apocalypse is not fictitious, Megan. Yeah, let's. <laughs> That's true. Let's bring some reality into this. <laughs> All right. Should we? Let's do. Because um, people gave us some really good ones. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Megan, you're totally reading the first one because that's a lot of German for me. <laughs> that that was the one that I was like, okay. So, um, Counter-Strike said, I'm at Volksparkstadion for HSV, so Hamburg, and versus FC Bayern, in the dying moments before the home side won the title. 
I look to my left, and on his knees, in tears, is Dennis Diekmeyer, scorer of the lone goal of the match, knowing full well that it's his damn fault that all hells broke loose. <laughs> Which <laughs> is a very true scenario. If that ever happens, we know the world is ending. How did that fit into the allowed Twitter <laughs> characters? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. I, mine's not really great. Um, but like, obviously, Luis Suarez is going to be by my side because in the apocalypse, like, he's going to fight for you with every fiber of his football burning being. That man cares so much and he makes a really good mate. So he's going to like pass you his thermos. <laughs> you're going to like share a great drink and you're no, you're going to know that you're going to be safe. And that's amazing. And my father and I kind of went back and forth on this and I didn't want to steal his because he had Uruguay versus Ghana. So I think I'm going Uruguay, Portugal mm. because I shrieked my face off for that one. And I want to beat Ronaldo again. So Uruguay, Portugal, 2018. And my father who took Uruguay, Ghana wants Johan Cruyff by his side because he said he was not the most talented of players, but he changed the game like no one else did. My father loves Johan Cruyff. Oh, that's, that's a nice one. Yeah. All right, Sonia, you giving us yours? Yeah. So once again, um, let me just read the comments here. Why does Sonia get a full team? Because that's <laughs> true. I just don't read things in full and come up with my own narrative of what I think the question is. Um, so my team is my niece's under nine game because those parents are organized AF and will have food such as or- uh, orange slices. They'll have supplies, web wipes. I'm assuming suburban mumboos and uh, do or die attitude. So that's who that's the game I want to be at because I'm surviving that. Um, however, I also yeah I, I don't want any under nine players under to nine live players. with. Or I mean, I want them to live. <laughs> I don't want them to fight the apocalypse with me. Um, let's just edit that out instead of a single player i decided to make a five aside team um so in the back i would want oliver khan the scariest man to ever walk the earth so no one's gonna fuck with us just because oliver khan's there um in defense ashton morgan because he's the most surviving toronto fc player of all time so i want somebody who's in it for the long haul um, I want Gattuso in the midfield because no one's getting past him. Like, just full on, just, he is our barrier. Uh, I want Atiba Hutchinson also in midfield because he is the the crown jewel of Canadian men's soccer. And again, he will just get us through everything and everything and be smiling at the end. And in the front, I want Ibra because... <laughs> I mean, he's not going to let anyone mess with his shit. And he probably has some sort of underground mansion bunker. And also, he has bulldogs. So um, uh, Frank needs somebody to play with. Sorry, but I feel like maybe you're going to get your Canadian citizenship taken away because you didn't pick Dirosario. Um, yeah, who's... Uh, here's a plug. He's also playing for the Mississauga Metro Stars. What? Um, yeah, yeah. It's actually super cool. Um... I think like, don't three. you have to pick him because Canada? Um, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know what? I was actually on a, <laughs> I should have picked him just for this reason. We once did like one of those, like not a celebrity human race thing, but like where you have to go and every team gets a celebrity and you like do different games and stuff. And he was on our team and he is the greatest charades player I have ever seen. <laughs> he was doing the clues and he was just phenomenal. Him and Nick, um, they were also doing a head up, like keep up contest where they had to wear bicycle helmets and they were like keeping up a beach ball and like the team with the most amount of points before them had like 11 and they had like 97 or something like that it was insane um where was i going with this yeah so he is a very very good team player so maybe he'll be my substitute he's on the okay bench. okay he's great. on the bench i really uh, can't and- wait for the photoshop um <laughs> that you're gonna do of your five aside for our instagram <laughs> Very excited. I'm on it. I'm on yeah. it. And great. also my bonus entry, my also on the bench, is June. Because June. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I like that you cheated on this one because it's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't cheat. I didn't read. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference between delinquency and defiance. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the name of... <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I am going to skip... Um, Eric, because again, German, and I don't want to mess anything up. So Megan or Sonia, you do that one. Okay, hold on. Everything's loading slow, of course. Um, okay. So Eric says, "I'm at at." um, I can do Universitario. There you go. Universitario. Okay. Um, Versus Bayer. no fear and Kai Havertz does a wrestling heel turn to score the winning goal for the Peruvian side hmm okay alright alright October oh, I, I got the you bullet points were the rest of <laughs> that I was really yeah. confused when I read ahead I'm like what okay sorry yeah I don't format well okay October here we go I knew it was going to be Liverpool okay it's Liverpool versus Man United and Virgil van Dijk has just scored a header to put Liverpool up 6-0 <laughs> By my side is James Milner, who I feel could negotiate an apocalypse fairly well. Get down to business when need to be, but make it funny. If I'm facing impending death, might as well laugh. Nice. Yeah, that's great. I can take the Italian one if you want. Yes. At Marco4j, I'm not sure if the match matters. It definitely matters. That was the only requirement that we had. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I've seen Torino at the Philadelphia. So there's nowhere else. Maybe Leche at the Villa de Mer. On my left side, the calmness and unshakability of Roberto Baggio himself, a stable port in a sea of uncertainty. That's so poetic. Beautiful. I love it. Can I just say, our Twitter followers are awesome. Like, oh, yes. 100%. They have some amazing answers here. I know. And like very well written. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why we read out their handles is because we want you to go follow them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Meredith at Foster writes, um, it'd probably be just my luck to be in Portugal when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> but I'm nabbing Casillas as my apocalypse buddy. That man has seen some shit. Resourcefulness and years of Ramos wrangling will come in handy to keep us alive. Well done. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, and that was really good to close on, I think. Yeah, no, I think yeah. so. That that uh, definitely lifted up our mood a little bit. And yeah. 
Um, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Kirsten's not here, but I'm sure she'll buy into this once she hears it in her group chat. Can we sort of take our own advice and no longer mention Ronaldo unless it's something in a legal stance of um, part of the rape allegations and yes. the rape narrative? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if he scores a hat trick for Juventus in Champions League, we'll just say Juventus won 3 nothing. Great. A hundred percent. Can we make that? Yeah. So let's yeah, practice or, what we preach here. As Megan said, we could do our own asterisk and say, if we have to talk about him, keep mentioning the Definitely. allegations. Ronaldo, who has been acute, who was in the middle of rape allegations, rape trial. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Sonia. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to, and if we slip up, please call us out on this. Uh, because we want to do better and we want to lead by example. So we're not going to be perfect. And, you know, if we fuck up, let us know that we fuck up. Um, and with that note, let's move on to our uh, beer pairing or alcohol pairing of the week to kind of close everybody off and let them go on with the start of their own week. Because God uh, knows Megan, we need some alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Megan, do you want to start? Because I read yours and I like it. <laughs> so... If you have not realized, because this is my second time choosing, Urban Chestnut is a local brewery in St. Louis, and they are my favorite place on earth, um, other than Red Bull Arena. So, <laughs> um, they have a beer called Zwickel, um, which is a Bavarian-style lager, and I thought that it would be perfect for RB Leipzig Salzburg, because Salzburg is basically Bavarian, and gotta have some German beer for a German-Austrian game. <laughs> Beaut. I like it. All right. Well, everybody uh, knows Jessica, that I don't do, do wanna... yeah, I don't do beer. So this comes with a caveat that like, I don't know how it's going to taste, but I pick it based on names. So, <laughs> <laughs> which I like wine and I pick my wine based on names too. So, you know, it could be great. <laughs> um, so this is um, Boca Brewing in California. Um, so obviously I picked it for the Classico that wasn't um but also um for all my friends in in california um i used to live in los angeles so um i have a bunch of friends who are um you know going through fires and air quality and what boca brewing says about their um this is lager beer um i don't know what that is but it could be great um, so, quote, after almost 25 years of brewing world-famous lager beer, a fire destroyed the brewery soon after the spread of refrigeration changed the way Californians made lagers. Today, we have resurrected the brand from the ashes as an ode to the past. Cheers to the greatness of California, old and new. So, That's lovely. Yeah. So, California, um, you gave me a lot of great things, including my dog and some really great friends. Um and a little bit of lunacy in Chinatown. Um, and, you know, from the ashes comes comes some great things. Lovely. Yeah. Um, speaking about great things, my drink of choice is a wine, and I chose it in honor of my mom's birthday, which is on Thursday. So. Happy birthday, Sonia's mom! She's not listening to this. <laughs> but... I'm sure she would thank you for that. Um, so I asked her her suggestion, and she said, quote, just say any good Amarone. She then sent me a thumbs up emoji with two wine glasses. So if on Thursday you want to toast my mom on her 68th birthday, 
maybe I'm a terrible daughter. Um, get a nice amarone and raise a glass and toaster. Uh, I will not be doing the same because I mix my red wine with ginger ale. So um, I'll toast a coffee or something to her. Um, also, though, before I forget, I found while looking up different amarones, I don't know how I came across this, but um, Jesse, if you're on the uh, Twitter account, if you could tweet out this link from yes, I love this ten feminist beer companies starting a women's liberation movement. So um, I looked through it, and I think they're all American or in Europe. So Canada, get on the uh, feminist beer movement here. But uh, yeah, take a look at this list and let us know what you think, because I don't think I've had any, but that's not surprising for me. Um, Kirsten probably would have been able to speak better for this as our resident beer sommelier. I think there's an actual term for that, but I'm calling her a beer sommelier for now. Can we call it a beer sommelier? Yes. Yes, Yes, we can. Good. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Yeah, that's it for us. Jesse, do you want to take us out with all of your... Oh, yes. So first of all, as always, feel free to, as June does beautifully, um, tweet us your topic recommendations, your questions, um, your offers to take over our Instagram, um, not only with your beautifully photoshopped uh, five-a-side teams, but if you're going to any matches, we would love to have you do that. Um, And... Sonia and Megan, what are we all going to be wearing soon? Our new merch. What? Um, we will also tweet out the link to that uh, just in time for the holidays, whether you're celebrating Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or just want to buy stuff for people that you love, including yourself. Uh, we have one new design. We brought back old classics, but the cool thing is that it's on a ton of different products so yes there's t-shirts and sweatshirts and long sleeve shirts and baseball shirts and muscle tanks and i literally looked through all of this last night <laughs> me too and racerbacks and kid shirts which can also double as pet shirts just just saying um, um but- is frank gonna maybe model one uh, 100%. Amazing. Uh, I think between Nick and I, we have about three or four shirts from the last collection. And so when we wear them, we put them on Frank as well. Great. Um, 100%. Uh, but along with shirts, we also have a zip pouch, which I think is a fancy pencil case, but I still want um, it because it looks cool. But also, fun fact, you could use it as a, as my friend just told me, a makeup case, or as she told me, she could use it as a makeup case. I could use it as a place to put all my migraine meds. How fun. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Keep your Be makeup or your drugs. And, um... Or, yeah, drugs in Canada. I guess you can keep your pot in there as well. There you go. Here. Um, so many uses. Tweet us <laughs> at what you're using your zip pouch for. Um, there is also a bath mat, a shower curtain, um, a giant fleece that I really, really want to buy. Sorry? Fle- sweatpants? Sweat- Whoop, there's sweatpants. I saw sweatpants on there. And oh, then I when I tried to go back and look, I couldn't find them. But I really did want the sweatpants. And just so everybody knows that there are two sizes of mugs, I am a big fan of the larger size mug. Mm. So don't get, like, um, mugged out. When you only see a small mug, you can have bigger mugs for your and some of us caffeine like needs. 
Our small mugs can also get the small mugs. I'm okay. okay I guess yeah, true. maybe a visual is not the best for a podcast, but I'm holding up my espresso glass <laughs> that I've been drinking out of. Um, there's water bottles. There is. Oh, oh my god! I should have written this all down, but like I was on the website uh, for other reasons as well. I was so sure great. I was playing with it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, I want this, and I want. This. Oh, and stickers. So oh, and there's stickers. stickers. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I forgot about that. Ah. Um, yeah, so... So you could put a sticker on your water bottle. Oh, my... Oh, and phone cases. Oh, and phone cases. Yes, yes. So, oh my like, God. you can so be fun. completely decked out in unusual efforts gear. Uh, please send us your pictures of you wearing old stuff, new stuff. Um, if there's any suggestions of stuff that you want to see. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much control we have over that, so I don't know if Kirsten is cringing. I know. I like. I really right want a leotard, but... and I don't think we could do leotards, but I would love a leotard and overalls. Yep. But I don't think we could do that. I mean, if worse comes to worse, I can Photoshop a picture of um, conceptual merch. I um, know. I just, you know, I love a good pair of overalls. But maybe that's in the future. Yeah. We have our- We're going to get there. Yeah. Um, maybe we can do patches so you can sew them on Ooh. yourself. I don't know. Um, just throwing out some ideas here. But yeah, the stuff is amazing. Kirsten's going to listen to this and like... Just- <laughs> <laughs> this might be our last podcast. Yeah, last- <laughs> Um, uh, but a huge shout out for Kelly for designing all of the incredible logos and pictures and just this stuff is super, super awesome. So, um, yes, we're probably a little bit biased about it, but I mean, I'm not, I am very objective and it's the best. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible. And I wear mine all the time. Um, I have definitely worn my shirts underneath a blazer for some sort of business casual look. Yeah, um, could take you from yeah, day to evening. 100%. Um, so, yeah, and like I said, it's they're both men's, women's, and unisex stuff, so hopefully there's something for everyone. Um, kids stuff, which I'm super excited for because I'm going to deck out my niece and nephew in, you know, unusual efforts gear. So, yeah. yeah. My friend is having a baby and I want to get a little onesie. I know. I hope there's a really big onesie so I can put a Frank in it. Probably not. Aww. I don't think babies come in bulldog sizes. If you go. <laughs> okay. You keep giving me great name, great title names and it's too hard. <laughs> I don't think babies come Sorry. in bulldog sizes. This is also a good one. All right. Just the hashtag for this episode. Okay, good. Um, Megan, where can people find you and tweet at you about, I don't know, how to pronounce German things and also ask you for pictures of Sammy. So Megan's internet dropped out about oh no ten minutes ago. Um, hence why you haven't heard her for a bit. But um, she but she's at Rossenball Megan. <laughs> yes, and Sammy is adorable and oh. sweet and does not know how to sleep in a bed and is four months. Did she say three months. months? And she's doing such a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you should tweet at her. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, Sammy's, I guess, the newest member of the Unusual Efforts Band. <gasps> yeah. Welcome, Sammy. Um, and then, Jesse, if people want to talk to you and see pictures of Blue <gasps> and um, ask you more suggestions for clothing lines and accessory lines for Unusual Efforts, where can they reach you? Ooh, they could reach me at Jesse Loesch. And Sonia, if people want to ask you for pictures of Frank in all of his unusual efforts, gear and glory, and I don't know, maybe 
ask you for um, pictures of other Diego's photoshopped into um, <laughs> Smash the Patriarchy hoodies, where should they tweet at you? Well, first of all, you don't have to ask. They just exist. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of uh, foresight into knowing what the audience wants. I don't know. <laughs> that um, is true. You can reach me at Sonia Missio on all of the things, I guess. Instagram, um, Twitter, Skype. Don't add me on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to be chatting with me. No, but speaking of all of the things and things that you love, um, you can also... Um, add man on the post on stitcher and we know how much you love stitcher sonia stitcher i know um and if you go on man on the post and stitcher them i've just made that into a verb or um itunes them or podcast them i don't know just verb at man on the post then like and rate as well like there you go yeah and you could leave us like a cute little um note on there like Hey guys, I too would love a leotard. Hashtag good job. <laughs> you know, Beautiful. or um, or hey Ross, um, nice job uh, hiring these these guys or something. You know, just we let we just like to name drop Ross whenever we can. Anyway, so at men on the post, um, you hashtag get us. Ross. Hashtag Ross. You get you know lifetime Spurs fan Ross. Um, you get us. You do get Ross. Um, you get um, a European show. You get a whole lot of adorable Scottish accents. Um, and you get a lot of um, different podcasts just dropping right in there into your various podcasty needs. Um, it's really great. And you could tweet at them as well. So, Sonia, um, yes. as my hopefully boiler gets put in, and that's why you're here and banging outside my door. <laughs> Um, I'm glad we survived the apocalypse together. We did. Yeah. Um, and if you guys, after listening to this, want to give your apocalypse scenarios, um, hopes and dreams and wishes, (laughs) you can answer old questions. You can send us new questions. We love questions. We like really work on our answers to the point where, yeah, we, we have notes and I wasn't kidding about the whiteboard earlier. Um, we discuss things. We, we Google doc. Yeah, yeah. It's we love them. So please keep them coming. Keep questions coming whether they're fun, they're serious, um they're interesting, they're not so interesting, but you just have a burning desire to know. Um yeah, message us and you can always get all of us at unusual efforts except for me who's not allowed on the Twitter. Mm, no, but we do share with you sometimes. That is true. Um and we will see you next time and we hope you guys all have a really wonderful week. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. Thank you.